Hello. Hi. Coming to you through the electrical impulses of the internet, it's F That Noise. Featuring Mike Burdick, Keith Reeve, Jamie Klein, Pete Melia, and Steve Taylor. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It is episode number two of F That Noise. Numero dos, if you're listening to us in Spanish-speaking languages. Shows about numero dos. Yes, <laughs> that's funny. You know what? I'd even make that connection. We got a <laughs> loaded half hour. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. Loaded half hour for you, folks. That didn't take long. No, really I was didn't. loaded. Not anymore. <laughs> We're gonna talk about the Ghostbusters <laughs> trailer that dropped today, but the main core of our, the corn of our. <laughs> I dropped my main here. core today. It's going to be about what happens when you're in public or at work and you have to do your business. Drop a deuce, do the dirty. You know what I mean? Take the Browns to the Super Bowl. It's not as simple as one would think. I, and I, I'm sure we all have some stories, and I know Jamie's got a real story. But a new feature that we're starting here on Episode 2, and that is going to be Jamie Klein's Drive of the Week. All right, ladies and germs, this is the uh, drive of the week. This, me. this is from one of the greatest Bruce Willis films you'll ever see. It is not Die Hard. Die Hard is the best Bruce Willis movie ever made. But now I'm going to give you one of the best drives ever. This is from Tony Scott's The Last Boy Scout. Did any of you stupid shits bother to frisk this fuck me? One more time. Did any of you stupid shits bother to frisk this fuck? <laughs> All right, oh so my God. One of the best drives you'll oh, ever hear in film history right so now. So, Jamie, oh for, for listeners that obviously are new to the show, because we're new to the show, what is a drive? What makes a drive a drive? Where are we? Well, I think it's uh, when someone takes a specific word and really enunciates it and yells it and is very angry or at least screams it. The one basically, that, it's, uh, usually it's it's better when it's a swear word. The one that usually comes to mind for me is um, toy soldiers. Oh, that's a good one, Keith. <laughs> yeah. That's a that is good. a really good one. <clears throat> Pretty so, much anything Gary Oldman's ever done. I think I think the Warriors has got another great one too. Anything Robert Loja. <laughs> Loja. <laughs> What's his name from Cliffhanger with the. Oh, 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 oh John, let's go. <laughs> no, the good striker, right? Oh, oh, there's so many good ones. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, for those of you that don't know, Jamie Klein is the expert in this field. Trust us. Well, Take his word as law. Drives he knows or, what he's talking about. Drives or pooping in public? Both. Oh. All right, so, so let's start with uh, Mr. Klein. Uh, you had an, inter- an interesting uh, anecdote, uh, yeah. which illustrates an issue that we all face. Oh, but go ahead. It's a big fucking issue. It's a big issue. All right. So I try never, ever to blast biscuits while I'm at work. Okay. I will try my hardest not to let off the Lincoln logs while you're at work. Okay. (laughs) It's first off at our work. There is no fan. There's two stalls. It's predominantly men. 
and you if I even start work early, it already smells of shit. Shit and old spice. Mm. You know, and that old person shit, that sweet, that sweet, shitty smell from old people's assholes. <laughs> what? That's vintage shit. Sweet shit smell. I fucking start with two strikes against you for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so um Unfortunately, one day, and I, I think it was from, I think the night before I had too many uh, dark beers, but, but uh, yeah, it uh, was happening. So first off, I don't go and use the bathroom that everyone uses on the floor and everybody takes a piss. I have respect for my fellow man. So I find a public, more, more no, I shouldn't say public, sorry, a more private bathroom on a different floor. <clears throat> All right. So... I'm in there, and first off, this is what you're supposed to fucking do, okay? When you hear that, you feel that little turtle head coming out, and you know you can feel your balloon not expand, hit (laughs) a flush. Flush it. No one wants to smell your dirty fucking shit. It's a courtesy flush. Nobody wants to smell it. All right? So I'm just sitting there, and of course, I'm looking at the phone. I think I'm looking at a fucking IMDB or some shit like that. Door. Someone walks in, right? There's two stalls. There's no one else in the other stall. This jagoff comes over and tries to open the door. So that kind of shocked the hell out of me. Uh, so I just sat there. He kept doing it. And he kept doing it. You could easily see my fucking feet on the fucking ground, right? He keeps doing it. He's keep and then finally I give him a good old classic gym dubs. I go, fuck off! Like that. Also, the guy just instantly stops. And he and he walks out. Now I swear. There was no one else in this other stall. All of a sudden, I heard this voice from the other stall. He goes. <laughs> <laughs> like he was laughing at you. Like I heard this guy laughing. So the first thing I did was I take my phone and I, I texted you fucking guys. <laughs> Naturally. And uh, that, that, here's the thing. Here, here's the goddamn thing. Okay. You don't be in there for so fucking long. There's no reason. You don't let you don't revel in it. You, people know. People are gonna know you're walking around with the brown ass all the rest of the fucking day. That you, you know, know you wipe, don't you? Well, yeah, yeah, but you know, it's not clean until you see blood. All right, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a T-shirt with a butthole and that saying on it. I'm gonna start selling it. Fuck. <laughs> so, I mean, we have uh, light sensors in the bathroom. There's times I've walked in pitch black and there I see someone's stupid feet sitting there. Like, you serious? You're sitting in the motherfucking dark. <laughs> it's just like Chris it's Rock says. Clean like, until you see blood. I fucking love it. <laughs> you know your job sucks if you're just hanging out in the bathroom like and you don't want to leave like <laughs> oh my god the worst part to I me is when people right there that's a solid podcast and, and these people that talk to you while you're blasting what the <laughs> fuck is that about i i talk to me when i'm fucking weirdo so what's worse talking we'll to see. you what's worse talking to see, you years ago though i i I appreciated the joys of pooping at work because most of my professional career in the restaurant industry, I've despised it. So anytime I could take 20 minutes in the toilet, I take it. And I had the crown jewel of workplace toilets, the handicap stall at Uh, the roadhouse grill that I used to work at had its own sink 
its own garbage can, oh, nice. and I put up a magazine rack in there, and I put magazines in it, and that was my go-to. I would sit there for thirty minutes. I didn't give a shit. Wait, wait, wait. Like put a up the magazine rack. Yes. Put up the magazine rack so that you can have a better shitting experience. Yes. That's fantastic. That is, that is pretty nice. That is pretty nice. Although your legs are going to be like numb. You're going to be like Danny Glover from Lethal Weapon 2, though, after a while. It's like, hey, it's like the equivalent. Anytime Mel Gibson wants to pull me off my toilet, that's all right. That's I'm not the, Jewish. Oh. I don't have to worry about getting hurt. That's the equivalent of uh, George Costanza with the sleeping station under his desk. Yeah. Yes. So, so it's not going in public. Is that all Jamie'd out or is that all Seussed out? Oh, oh boy. Oh, it's kind of both, to be honest with you. I think so. I think it's a psychological thing because it actually, for years, I did not poop in public because I I was actually telling my wife about this. When I was in elementary school, it was at uh, DeWitt Road School here in Webster, and the stalls did not have doors on them. So when you didn't have doors, so everyone could see you. So I remember that. used to ever do it. And that scarred me. That scarred me until I was in the Marines, and they didn't have doors on those stalls, but you didn't have a choice. Like, you went or, yeah. So I wasn't going to go three months without pooping, so that kind of broke me of it. But for those first, you know, 12 years, yeah, I never went in public because I was so scarred from the elementary school experience. Yeah. Well, I'm sure by being in the military, Steve, that you probably got used to it right away anyway, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially the food they fed you. You didn't go for three days, and when you finally went, you broke the plumbing. So everyone was just like, all right, let's just do it. You know what bothers me is no, people fuck. that answer their cell phones while they're in the stalls. Like, oh, I'm, like I'm I've been in public restrooms when people have had speakerphone conversations. Oh, no, no, in no, 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 no. a public no. restroom. Yeah, I don't talk on my phone. I just tape everybody. <laughs> I, live, I live stream it. I got pissed off because the guy knew I was in the bathroom one time. I was uh, taking a leak. This guy, start, he's making, it sounds like a heavy metal. <laughs> like, bah, 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 bah. You know, he's just tearing ass. Finally, just real loud. I went, what? <laughs> I didn't get a response back, but I have no idea who it was or anything like that. So, but. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that it's a, it's a sacred experience. It's a very meditative experience. You can't have someone answering their cell phone there. No, I just, I just want. I have to, to admit, I do look at my cell phone because I'm. Yeah, uh, I don't want to be so fast where then all of a sudden you got to go again. You got to, yeah. Ugh. Everyone does. That's why they call them sharp phones. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> Wait, where, where's the? That deserves more of a wah wah. Yeah, I don't. I don't have the sound effects today. Oh wow! Whoa, there's there's that. There's that. But I do I do want to reiterate something that Jamie did say. Yes, there is a lack nowadays of the courtesy flush. Yeah, I have noticed. I have gone into because I work in the restaurant and I am always going in and out of public bathroom. And there are times it's like, I swear to God, the person might, must be dead in that stall. Or they murdered somebody and brought them in. <laughs> and I work at a Chinese food restaurant, so I know it's our food that caused what's going on in there. Um, but it's like there's never that courtesy flush. No. and Because you know as soon as there's the courtesy flush, most of the smell goes away. You're right, right. What is with it? Why is it a lost art? Like, did it get lost over time or generational thing? 
it's a Listen. lot of things with nowadays where people just don't really give a shit about other people. Literally. It's all about them. It's them, 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 true. them. Well, I understand that, but we're talking about shit here. <laughs> no. <laughs> that needs to be the title of this podcast. <laughs> well, yeah. We're talking about like, shit, you shit here. Too? I don't want to smell it either. <laughs> it's like that line from Grandma's Boy, though. Everyone likes their own aroma. It's cool. I remember, Keith, you remember one time, this is going way back, we're at Grease Ridge Mall, you drove, and I, I made you leave Grease Ridge Mall and take me home, no. so I had to take a dump. I don't remember and, that at all. I want our listeners to hear what a good friend Keith is. So we're going down Hard Road, right? All of a sudden, Keith starts going 40 miles per hour, 30 miles per hour, 20 miles per hour. <laughs> I'm like, he thinks it's funny. I'm ready to shit in his car. That does sound like something. Grease Ridge Mall, for those of you that don't know, is about a 25 to 30 minute drive from Jamie's house. Yeah, it's it's awesome. So you were already sitting on there for 30 minutes before Keith oh, starts yeah. slowing the car down. And it was, I think it was around Christmas time, so it was like it, we parked real far away and everything. And percolating. But you know what? I, I held it in. I'm not going to go in a public bathroom. And and start making free willies. See, my problem was never going in the bathroom and like what people would think of it. I'm just a neat freak, and I'm a germ, kind of a germaphobe. Me too. Yeah. And those things are disgusting. Like I can't put down enough layers of toilet paper before I sit down. Now, do you guys ever use those things in the bathroom? Sometimes a cellophane or the, the, a thing that you pull and yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I use it as a necklace. You know, <laughs> some sort of hat. Yeah. No, I don't use those because it's not enough. I I have to have two layers of toilet paper. Like it's got to be a double layer. I don't even want to feel the coolness of the seat. There's got to be like fully insulated. How about this? So like, it, it you need a proper it, ass gasket of some kind. You know, <laughs> like that's true. <laughs> it worked. At work, we have automatic flush toilets, so I freaking bend over to put the freaking liner down or whatever. Ass gasket. I like. I'll use that term. And then the sensor thinks that I've stood up as I'm trying to actually sit down, so I end up getting an involuntary bidet. Yeah, and those and those Wegman ones are violent. Yeah, like that flush is violent. Have yeah. you guys ever used a bidet? Not on purpose. No. That that will change your fucking life. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, uh, that, definitely a good experience all it around. So all oh, against the balls and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you, you don't you don't need the after shower you know right exactly. like in a particularly nasty business right. <laughs> all right i, I gotta tell this story i, I know okay. that it's not really on topic I, I gotta tell this story it just popped into my head it's too goddamn funny so <laughs> concert a long time ago in the blue cross arena and with this crazy guy i'm standing there washing my hands in the bathroom and he's pissing in the urinal next to me right so the kind of guy he is you know he's he, he turns to the left and starts pissing all over the guy's shoes in the stall because he thinks it's me, right? And some guy in the stall yells, what the hell? And he looks and goes, shut up, pussy. And he came to his right and I'm standing there washing my hands. He goes, what the fuck? You're not in there? I was like, and where? Where? <laughs> 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 True story. Holy fuck, dude. You know, something underrated about this is that guy was a PhD, too. Um, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> neither here or there. <laughs> what, sh- what show were you seeing? It was a Deftone Dredge, actually. 
I, th- I was thinking, oh, I wonder if it was Pantera. That's what I was thinking. Oh, that, <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> Do you think if a Pantera fan got his shoes peed on, he wanted to rip through that door and destroy the person? That's, that's true. <laughs> Deftone fan was probably like, dude, you're breaking my heart. <laughs> Nothing against the Deftones fans for the three that might be listening right now. <laughs> So what's the worst experience you've ever had pooping in public? Okay. I When I worked at Chili's, um, I had a, a district manager. I will not name him. He is, he had the worst diet of anyone I've ever known. And I went into the stall in the morning, and I sat down, and he was in the one next to me. And this is before the restaurant opened. I'm not even joking. His crap was so intense I had to stop and leave it burned my eyes it was like <laughs> sour and it was like almost it was almost fake like almost like he set off an intentional like like super stink bomb <laughs> and I went to the women's room because it was before we opened so I went and did my business and I got out and he's like what what's going on I was like what the hell just happened He's like, oh, sorry, I had a lot of, had a lot to eat last night. I was like, no, that's not normal. What I just smelled, <laughs> like I've smelled so many different kinds of shit, and I have never smelled that before. Like that was, it was, it was painful. It was like something a terrorist would unleash on the world. I need a young priest and an old priest. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He came walking crab walk out of the bathroom and then spit blood. It was the weirdest shit. <laughs> that was mine. <laughs> That's right, buddy. You show that turn who's boss. Oh, God. So great. All right, who's next? I want to hear these stories. I'm enjoying this. Mike. Mike's been, Mike's been quiet. It makes it, it's almost like he's the sanitary ass over there. I, I, I can't stop laughing. It's so freaking you had to have Fuck. you had to have witnessed Vince McMahon take a shit once or twice. Come on, <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got no comment there. But <laughs> smart man, smart man. What I what I will say is I was, I was doing this uh, training for run last year, and uh, I was running I was running like seven miles, and I was in the middle of nowhere, and I had to take the worst shit. I absolutely had to go, and I, I was so. I, but I kept running because I didn't want to stop, and I was figuring I could get back. I only had two more miles to go, and I went another mile, and I absolutely barely moved. And I like all that was there was a Wendy's, so I go into the Wendy's. Jesus, Wendy's! And so, uh, so I go and I, I I go in, and the light is like broken in the bathroom, so it's like it, it is not it's not pitch black. Like I'm, I didn't that end up like, like in. I didn't end up in clerks, you know, the, you know, going in the, they did have to know clerks, another story, but, uh, but I did, you know, there was a little light, but not much. And I, so I, I sit down, I start to sit down and I start to go. And all of a sudden I realized it's already. Complete. Oh no. And Wait, yeah. I missed what you said. What did you say, Mike? The toilet was, was, already, the toilet was already completely filled with shit. Oh, come oh. on. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> so you were just building onto that tower, huh? Well, so I, I built on, but you like, you know, you know, you're like halfway through and you're like, I got to stop. 
you know, but you, you gotta go and you gotta go. <laughs> it's two point five Curix. <laughs> you want to talk about a courtesy flush? I think I flushed one for everybody that day because that was wow. a lot of bacon eaters. But how did you have to crap when you're running though? Like that's so weird. Oh no! Okay. It's for something you know. Uh, for some reason, it it knocks it loose. You know, you, like you. You want to you want to go before you run, and you want to like go like you're doing a morning run. You want to do that, but sometimes you just can't go, and then you get in your run, and you're about halfway through. You're like, holy shit! Sometimes, no pun intended, and that's what happened. <laughs> that was oh, wow. That was, that was my night, my nightmare was hey. that was going to happen in the marathon, but it, it didn't at all. Like that was that was some gross. Those they had like when you when you go to the marathon, you're like waiting there for like four or five hours. Maybe, maybe a little less, but three, four hours before you actually run at the, at the place. <laughs> and they must have, you know, 25, 30 quarter potties on each side. They're all in a line. Like, it's just lines going, and people are eating the stuff they're eating to get ready for a marathon, you know, bananas, and protein, and all kinds of stuff like this, carbohydrates, all this stuff. And by the time they get up to that bathroom, like, you, you go and just to pee, and you just, you know, you see what's under there. It is the most disgusting thing you will ever see. Oh, yeah. I wonder if anyone's listening to this while eating right now. Not anymore. Don't, I don't recommend it. <clears throat> Probably should have had a disclaimer in the beginning. Ugh. I got one more priceless one. Does anyone else have a story, though? Because I don't want to uh, take time away from that. I, I got, I'll, do a, I'll do a quick one. Um, one time I w- went to a Ponderosa, okay? And uh, walk like in there to take a piss. Enough said. Seems like you're asking for trouble. <laughs> <I know. there. laughs> yeah. And um, <clears throat> there was two kids, maybe aged anywhere from eight to twelve years old, both in the stall, and you could definitely smell something like this. This one, someone's taking a shit or something. Finally, you hear wiping and all you know the toilet paper and all that. And well, both kids come out. One of the kids was taking a shit. The other one was eating an ice cream cone and staying there talking to him the whole time when he was blasting. That oh. fucking weird and disgusting. So, a bunch of inbred kids or something. I weep for the future. <laughs> I know, right? Right. <laughs> oh, All right, Steve, you're up. All right. Back when I was in the Marines, we used to do a lot of um, wintertime drill. And we were at uh, Fort Drum up in, in Watertown, New York, it was freezing cold. It was like two degrees out. There was six feet of snow. It was insane. It was, we were doing tank drills in this weather. Well, for some reason, the ROTC decided to come and visit our, our drill area. So this minivan pulls up with all these rich kids and their expensive coats and they're, you know, out there shivering in the snow. And then they decide they all need to use the bathroom. Well, let me explain the bathrooms. The bathrooms at this site were these buildings that were not heated. And the toilets was a concrete slab with holes that you just had to sit on and shit into this big hole. They were inside for about 30 seconds before they all ran out, jumped back in the minivan. So I can only imagine there was a mad rush back to wherever they came from to take a shit because they were not going to go as bad as they had to go. They were not going out there. And we were laughing our asses off because we knew as soon as they went up there, we're like, oh, it's not going to last. <laughs> Lo and behold, 
came running out. <laughs> oh man, we had, that's one of my. Oh, I love that moment. The one store, one one store that I worked at on New Year's Eve. It's cranking, but like everyone, it's just chaos. And the bathrooms were right near the front cash registers, and all of a sudden, <laughs> I, in, in the midst of all this chaos, this woman pokes her head out of the men's room, and just. With, uh, I understand she was panicking, but with absolutely no tact whatsoever, begins to yell at the top of her lungs, Somebody help my brother! He had an accident! Like, panicked. And it turns out that the guy was losing control, and he had left a trail through the store. And what he left in that bathroom, we had to use two employees taking shifts and they had oh. scarfs over their over the front of their faces to, to so they could breathe longer than 10 seconds while they cleaned this bathroom and that's amazing my god oh. it was destroyed <clears throat> it was destroyed that's my biggest fear is like being in the middle of doing my business in public and having something like that happen and now I'm stuck in it bathing right. in it Trying to move your feet. <laughs> so here's another thing. When I'm doing my business in public, I can't finish if somebody else is in the bathroom. Like, I can't wipe my ass if somebody else is in the bathroom. I have to wait. I have to wait until everybody leaves. And then it's just, I don't know. I don't know. That's why I try not to do it in public, because I will be stuck there. For whoever knows how long, if the freaking if I if I don't time it exactly right, I'll be locked in there. No, I, I get it. Well, I don't yeah. want to see anybody. I don't want anyone to see me coming out. You know, <laughs> right? I mean, right. No. I do the walk of shame. You can like feel them judge you. <clears throat> yeah, especially if the bathroom stinks when you get in there. It's like I, I had nothing to do with this. a little. That is. But you're going to take the blame for every bit of it. You walk out of there stinking like. That's the worst, too, because you can go in, take a nice, innocent pee, yeah. you know, and, and, like, you know, you're maybe you're in a public place that people are going to use it, and right before there was someone in there that totally blasted the place out, and then you, you just pee, and you wash your hands, and you walk out, someone goes in, and you could they open the door, and you could, they look at you. Yeah, and then you're the one to blame. It's like, it's not me either. It's, it's making this stink. Yeah. Oh, that's there the worst. Was one time in the bathroom, there was somebody doing, having one of the freaking loud episodes. Just, it sounded like freaking D-Day in there. And freaking, I'm washing my hands with this other guy that was leaving at the same time. And it's like, this, whoever it was in the stall was just getting, was paying the fisher. And I just washed my hands, and me and this other stranger just kind of glanced at each other. And I go, been there, and walked out. <laughs> oh my god you know the best part is i guarantee there's probably no other podcast in the history of podcasts that's going on this topic oh no, we don't. Well, here we no are. this is a serious topic so. shitty podcast. here we are at the 28 minute mark i love it <laughs> i love it oh, uh, these things are just too damn close together too right you ever get <clears throat> you have two people come up on either side of you no you have to that's pick. just you're just in a world of shit. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, oh it's the worst. You're just sitting there holding your head, like, oh god, I can't take it. Wait, if you walk into an empty bathroom and there's nobody there, and you're the first person there, you have to pick the endmost stall. Yes, absolutely. You're a fucking jerk if you pick the middle one. <laughs> you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> 
It's like sitting next to somebody in an empty theater. You're you know, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta have a buffer. You might as well just slip your fingertips under the stall door. Just <laughs> Well, it's even worse if there's a glory hole. You don't want to be in that stall. Well, (laughs) I don't know. There was a time where I looked for those. There's a glory hole at my work. We got issues. (laughs) (laughs) If it wasn't there at the beginning of the day, but it's there at the end of the day, you're you're going to get a flux of applications tomorrow. That's for sure. I don't know. I saw Jamie going into the bathroom with a flathead screwdriver. I don't know what the hell was going on. Oh my it's god! Like power stall in the forties or something. <laughs> <laughs> How's that tallywhacker look? Did any of you stupid shits bother to fuck this fuck? All right, so. All right, so so are we done with the pooping? Have we? Have we? Yeah, we're done with a shitty subject. I got it all out. We've wiped ourselves with other subjects. <laughs> All right, so the Ghostbusters trailer dropped today. Um, I was a little, I don't want to say disappointed, because I am excited to see this, but I was, I guess I didn't know enough about where the story was going or how it was going to be, but I was expecting at least a brief glimpse of the original cast. I don't know, what did everybody think of the trailer? Well, see, I, that's what I loved about it, is they don't need to, I, I hate trailers that show too much. They were able to show enough to get me excited, and I know that the cast is going to be there. So it's like I already want to see the movie. And then the cast, what their input is, whatever. The thing I really loved about it, though, is the big problem Bill Murray had with the second Ghostbusters, and the problem I had with the one that came out in 2016, the video game controller, is they spent too much time focused on special effects. And not on the actual story. Like he said, the first one, there had special effects, but it wasn't like the driving force of the movie. It was the characters, it was the joking, it was that. And that's what this one looks like. It has the special effects, but it seems more grounded. It doesn't seem like a cartoon. You know what I mean? Hmm. That's the thing that I liked about it. I I really liked Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I really really liked it i thought it looked i actually liked the more serious tone to it a little bit um yeah. but you know it's gonna be a comedy you did get voices of bill murray from the first film oh, now, was, that that a, was, was that a was that a dub of the first movie or was that yes. him saying that line again yeah, yeah. Oh, like that's right for the movie yeah. and that was so so perfectly placed too that yes. got me excited yeah and, i mean um, for me a couple things i mean one is um and i i'm hope i'm reading the trailer right but I thought that the that the that it was sort of like a little bit of a, a salute to Egon. It was, yeah. you know, and I think probably this is the grand the, the grandson of Egon. Right? Yeah, well, the grandson really, and granddaughter. That's yeah. your first that's problem, Mike. Is that you're reading a trailer? You're supposed to be watching it. Oh man, it's my bad hearing. I have closed captions. <laughs> um, but uh, you got yeah. Paul Rudd too. I mean, you can't go wrong with Paul Rudd. No, he's, yeah, he's I, mean, I, I just thought it was nice that they that they acknowledge that that they're doing it in such a nice way. Um, and, and the second thing is, I I really like that. I I really wanted to like the last movie, that they, the, the reboot. Really? And I felt like, yeah, I did. I wanted to like it. I did. I, I wanted to, you know. I think those people are funny that were in the movie. I just, to me, it was like uh, the, the story came completely second. To the to the to the bits, yeah. 
like uh you know they they would it's like they took they i don't even know if they had much of a script but all of a yeah. sudden like five minutes of this person doing their stick over here doing their stick over here and you know it, it just didn't it just wasn't a ghostbusters movie and it, you know i i don't mind to like i i don't mind to at all but i i think that <clears throat> it really got away from that and that's fine if you want to make just don't make that movie just don't make yeah. a ghostbusters movie you know yeah, and I I agree with you. Like the 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 one that came out a few years ago, I actually went into it same as you because I'm such a massive Ghostbusters fan. I wanted to like that movie, and so the first half I actually didn't mind, but then the, well, the second first ten half, minutes, the first ten minutes was very much a Ghostbuster movie too. Yeah, but then yeah. the second half of that movie was one of the worst things I've ever seen. Like they yeah. obviously had a huge budget for special effects and realized they didn't spend enough of it. And then they threw it all at the end and it was awful. Like it was, it, it was like a bad video game. It just didn't make sense. It, it was, there was no, like, it just like all of a sudden they're doing, they're here doing this. And you know, I didn't get it. I was with um, it I until they pulled out. The, I was with it until they pulled out the Nintendo controller. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I love in the trailer. How, watch that fucking thing. <laughs> I, you wouldn't catch me dead watching that fucking thing I'd rather go in that stall and, and be uh, sandwiched between uh, two fucking fat asses after a Thanksgiving meal <laughs> I, there's no way in hell hell you would get me dead what, what are you trying to say it, 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 that, that remake looks so fucking awful just from the very yeah, beginning there's a, lot, there's a lot of awful movies out there but you want to you Sometimes you want to go and you want to believe that it's going to be all right. Nope. It's like I wanted to believe I love Steven Spielberg and I wanted to believe the Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Oh, was God damn it. Here we go. I was wondering what this was going to go. Here we go. Here we but go. But it was just boring. I mean, you could say, you could say oh, like, Fuck. this is a great movie. It's about someone losing, you know, choosing this over their family. I say, oh, here's a great movie about someone in a padded, you know, room, white room looking at a book. There's nothing happening. Oh, I, I, oh my I, god! Totally All right, this is a different topic for a different day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I've watched that Ghostbuster trailer. I'm not even joking. Probably seven or eight times today so far. Oh, Nobody does, and I love it. It's great. Especially, I was a massive fan of the cartoon, the real Ghostbusters cartoon, and the oh, yeah. jump seat that pops out of the Ecto One was part of the cartoon. That was in the cartoon, and so they put that in. I was like, oh, my God, that's uh, amazing. Yeah. That's really great. I didn't know that. Yeah, and, that and to me, that's a great writer's – the way they wrote that in, because there's no way a kid her size could hold the, the proton pack and fire it. But if she's strapped into that seat, she could probably handle it better. So to me, that's if that's how they get around that, that's really good writing. Yeah, and I also I was just impressed. I went back and looked at the IMDb and to see everybody's coming back. I mean, basically, I didn't see Moranis, obviously, but no, he's Moranis. the only one. Not he's the only one, one right? But he's but two uh, seven. he's two seven. Everyone else seems like they came back. I mean, even you yeah. have even Annie Potts and you know everybody and, and Sigourney Weaver is in there somewhere, and it's like wow, it's like they must really want to do this it must be it's gonna be good it's gonna wow. be good Annie Potts found time in her schedule to do this <laughs> hey Corvette Summer was a great movie okay. that um, is a great fucking movie that's one of my, one of my favorites man I love that movie right well Mark Hamill action that's right man all right no but I'm, I'm excited I can't wait for next summer like that's you know I very few movies excite me to the point that one has I, I can't wait for that 
All right. Okay. Pete, you got anything? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. I'm still hung up on the whole stall thing and I'm still hung up on Jamie telling the guy to fuck off. When he's rattling the goddamn door trying to get in. This guy can't take a freaking hint, you know? Oh, it's, he's sitting there rattling this locked door. I'm going to get in this fucking thing. The rage inside me, I was furious. Fears. I'm like, are you on your <laughs> Sorry. I just can't fathom that. <laughs> and for those of you who's listening, keep an eye out for our merchandise with Wipe It Until It Bleeds written all across it. <laughs> <laughs> like, shirts, sweatshirts, greeting cards. Like wiping a Sharpie. a nice uh, clean balloon nut. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And with that, we are going to end episode two of F That Noise. For Pete Melia, Mike Burdick, Steve Taylor, and Jamie Klein, <laughs> I'm Deep See you next time. That's pretty much it. Any of you stupid shits bother to frisk this fuck?